All right, so the suspect in Mishawaka, outside of the 100 Center, ran into an apartment building. One of the suspects that was in the car was apprehended. One person has been rescued from the house, and there's still more people inside. This has turned into a standoff. I have I have submitted a request on the updates for the pizza, the cash, and the helicopter. Because that's we're told by Hollywood that that's what everybody asks for in these situations. So um, no word yet from St. Joseph County on whether or not the pizza is being delivered. Uh, Josh thinks that it is from the Barnaby's location in South Bend specifically. And I, maybe, I don't know. I'm going to take his word for it. So as soon as we learn more about it, I uh, will let you know. But right now it is a standoff. So you want to avoid the area of the 100 Center uh, just lots of police activity there, SWAT activity. Just avoid that until this standoff is done with. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Gretchen Whitmer lied to you again. I know. Shocking. Uh, so anyway, Michigan taxpayer group has filed a campaign finance complaint against Governor Whitmer Monday after she admitted to using campaign resources to pay for a secret personal private jet trip to Florida, which, of course, we, we've reminded you she lied about repeatedly and said she used her personal funds for. Just, you know, if those of you on the Michigan side of the border, like, you got to remember this stuff. It's up to you. And she's the one that went on television and told you that she paid her, paid for the trip out of her own money. And then we caught her using using campaign money. And then and then she she reimbursed from, a, like, a, what, a, what, what, the PAC or something like that. And she's now finally admitted she used campaign cash, which she's not allowed to do. That's a crime. You can't do that. Michigan Rising Action filed a 16-page complaint with the Michigan Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, who is an acolyte of Gretchen Whitmer and will not do a thing about it, thoroughly laying out the argument for why Whitmer's $27,521 payment to a company that owns the private jet she used to fly to Palm Beach, Florida, while she was telling you you were not allowed to go to Palm Beach, Florida to visit her father in March was illegal at a time when she was lecturing Michiganders not to travel to the state over coronavirus fears. Uh, the trip occurred in March, was disclosed in April, and was finally paid for on the day campaign committee books closed on July 20th. Now, in the meantime, she's admitted to lying about this. This is just an update on that story. Michigan campaign finance law allows an elected official to use campaign donations for incidental travel while carrying out official duties. And as we have highlighted, this was purely a trip to go care for her dad. It was not in any official capacity whatsoever she tried to hide it from the public this is this is the other part of this you weren't even supposed to know about the trip you weren't supposed to know that it was about her dad <laughs> it, it all got exposed so they filed the complaint but again it went to the secretary of state jocelyn benson which means nothing is going to come from this at all because jocelyn benson does whatever gretchen whitmer wants her to do like the good little acolyte that she is after the scandal first broke whitmer attempted to use a 501c4 social welfare organization to pay for the jaunt before determining that created potential legal issues for the plane's owners whom she threatened to be able to use the plane as they have put it anyway the plane's owners have said point blank that they were um wink wink nod nod told by the governor of the state that you do business in michigan and since you do business in michigan you're gonna let me use your plane Keep in mind, they're not legally allowed to charter a flight because they don't have a charter license for that plane. Uh, but it was, uh, which, ah, man, 
D was it the Detroit Times Detroit Times one of the one of the Detroit Free Press I think that was the paper that broke the story the Detroit Free Press um, one of the reporters there got an interview with one of the business people and, and and look they made it very clear in the interview the governor wink wink nod nod said I'm the governor of the state and if you want to keep doing business in in Michigan you're gonna let me use your plane so that's how the story started to unravel. Because at that point in time, nobody had even known that she'd taken a flight. Nonprofits are also barred from paying personal expenses. Whitmer then attempted to justify it by reimbursing the company $1,710 for her seat and those of her daughters. Now, again, this was a problem because they don't have a charter license. So you can't pay $1,700 to a company to charter a flight when they're not legally allowed to charter a flight. That action represents an admission. Whitmer's intent for the trip was personal. The complaint alleges Michigan Rising Action claims Whitmer's campaign committee violated the Michigan Campaign Finance Act twice. Section 21A, by illegally using candidate committee funds to finance a candidate's personal expenses in the guise of an incidental expense. And then in Section 33, by knowingly filing an inaccurate statement or a report, which she definitively did on both counts. Will anything come from this? Nope, not at all. But what will happen is Michigan Action Rise or Michigan Rising Action, excuse me, will have more evidence leading into her reelection campaign to say, look, it's not just her that's the problem. It's Jocelyn Benson in the Secretary of State. It is the Attorney General, Dana Nessel, who still regrets not investing in sex dolls. Well, sex robots. Apologies. Didn't mean to misrepresent your desires for financial investments, uh, Ms. Nessel. But uh, remember, she said point blank that she, I always have to remind everybody this. Again, do I think that this is important? No, but I think it's funny. The Attorney General of the state of Michigan, Dana Nessel, in, in, in between all of her Nazi esque activities, she goes out there and she says that she wishes she had divested her 401k and invested in sex robots instead. <laughs> and she puts it on Twitter, the attorney. But Donald Trump is immature. <laughs> Donald Trump is the immature guy. He's the one that is unpresidential on social media. And you got the attorney general for the state of Michigan talking about investing in sex robots, for crying out loud. Not that there's anything wrong with sex robots. Some of my best friends are probably going to be... Um, re- you know, relegated to using sex robots in the future. Who knows? But <laughs> I'll get out of here before I dig myself a bigger hole. All right. Rumble.com slash Casey the host. Rumble.com slash Casey the host. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Now, for those of you, I've noticed the traffic for daily show prep has improved. So I guess you all are happy that I've been sending it out on a much more regular schedule now. Uh, I, I only started doing that because I got approached by a bunch of people at an event, and they said, please start sending it out more. Once a week is not enough. We would like it you know, daily or every other day. So I have been doing that. I think I've got a formula that I'm going to do that, that should work going forward uh, where I'll send out the daily show prep and then the three podcasts uh, from that day's show. Uh, I think that's going to work going forward, and we'll probably start doing that today. So to get that, all you have to do is go to the burningtruth.us, sign up for the free newsletter, and then you'll be able to access all of the links in the daily show prep. 
while you're there, you're going to have a pop-up that asks if I can send you notifications for new posts that get published. If you click yes on that, you're going to be able to get the link to today's live stream a lot easier. Uh, you're going to be able to get notifications of daily show prep, new videos, new articles, and things like that that I personally publish, not the stuff that comes through with the news aggregator. Oh, by the way, my website is now news aggregator at theburningtruth.us. More coming up. With the entire weekend, first thing Wednesday morning on 95.3 ABC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. So here's, look, you need to be prepared. As a parent, your kids are getting ready to go back to school. Don't let last year's involvement in your kid's education be an anomaly. Pay attention. You know, your kids are going to get that education away from the household regardless of what it is. People are going to lie to them. People are going to give them false history. People are going to make things up. Uh, people are going to try and shove critical race theory down their throat. And you need to be there as that foundation to let them know that they're not inferior because of the color of their skin. They're not an oppressor because of the color of their skin. Two plus two does, in fact, equal four. It doesn't matter what your imbecile teacher says. You know, you have to be that rock for them. And you also have to explain to them that there are bad people out there that are targeting them who may seem like friends. You know, you know what I, I meant to do, and I told you all I was going to do this, and I totally forgot about this. Maybe I have to go back and look at it. In my early 20s, I did a segment on this show. There was some test. I don't, I don't, I don't remember what it was. It was some test on, like, the things you've learned in, in your life. And you're supposed to put your age and some of the stuff that you've learned, right? And there's some probing questions to that. But I did a whole segment on that. And the stuff that I had learned in my early 20s. At one point in time, I was the youngest radio talk show host in the country. And I, I did a, a whole segment on the things that I had earned, learned in my 20-some-odd years. Now, keep in mind, by my mid-20s, I had lived more than a lot of people two and three times my age. I had just done a lot in my young age at that time and, and hadn't done them for long periods of time. But I had done a lot of different things um, and some military experiences that were unique. Uh, even though I didn't deploy to combat or anything like that. So you know, I, I had a pretty pretty versatile repertoire in my, my existence to throw out some big fancy words that nobody uses. But I found that by total accident, and, and I, I thought about what I would say today, but I didn't know what the formatics of it were, and I actually found it like two months ago. I found the old article that I'd written about it, and I was, I was shocked. I was like, I need to go through this and update it and see what I've learned. And jokingly, if you go back before the pandemic, you will probably remember me saying this. And this is all relevant to what I'm about to talk about with the schools. I promise it is. Before the pandemic, I jokingly told all of you my New Year's resolution was to be a bigger jerk. And that was, that was an honest, legitimate New Year's resolution. And it wasn't that I wanted to go out and be mean to people for the sake of being mean to people. My point was, I'm going to tell people no when I want to say no. I am not going to be overly polite to people who frankly don't deserve it. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to be that guy just to be, you know, somebody who goes along and gets along and <laughs> grip my teeth. I'm not going to do that. And for the most part, I don't do that on the show anyway. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes in my life. And some of that is involved in radio and some of it's not involved in radio. And I just made a determination that I was going to be a bigger jerk. I was going to be less nice. And it turned into a thing 
on the show as kind of like a funny New Year's resolution thing. But I was dead serious. And part of what shaped that is I had some experiences in my life where people pretended to be friends and it was only to get their thumb on me. And you, you all probably have this experience. And for those of you who are young out there, Josh, for those of you young out there, maybe you haven't had this experience yet. There's going to be a lot of people who come along and help you out and they're really nice to you. And guess what? They don't really care. All they want is control. Their generosity is purely designed to control your behavior. They want something from you. So they'll be generous. And they might even be friendly and they might do some things, but it's all designed to get you to do what they want you to do. It's all designed to benefit them, but it's presented as something that benefits you. You have to be very careful of that stuff. And for our youth, that's going to come in the form of education. It's going to come in the form of peers. People are going to be nice to them. People are going to offer them things. People are going to pretend to mentor them. And really what it is designed to do is it's designed to manipulate them and to brainwash them and convert them. That's what it is. And you have to be very careful as a parent because this has become the more accepted strategy. For the lack of, of better terminology, and we're talking about your kids in public education, can we just call it grooming? And I know that grooming has a sexual connotation on that, but that's happening in our schools too. Have, do you remember when we played you some of the stuff from the Loudoun County, Virginia school board meeting from what, a month or two ago, where they were reading some of the pornography that was in class? Guess what? That's in our schools here too. You can't have to kill a mockingbird in Michiana schools, but you can have a very graphic and descriptive sexual act explained in grand detail to a fifth grader. Does that make any sense? Tell me that's not grooming. Because it sure seems like it is. I was just having a discussion about this with some friends earlier today about it, too. In Minnesota, fourth grade student and her mother expressed concern to their local school board after her class was given an equity survey. Now, if you've got an equity survey in your school, congratulations, you have critical race theory in the school. Students were told not to tell their parents about the activity. Kids, listen to me very closely. And I realize I'm just some, some white guy on the radio, what have you. Listen to me very closely, please. Just understand this one basic thing. I know some of you got your kids around. If any adult, any adult ever tells you not to tell your parents something, run. And I mean this, if any adult ever tells you not to tell your parents something, that it's a secret, that they can't know, they won't understand, or will hurt them, or whatever. And I, I realize that a lot of you parents out there, I, I realize I'm making the hair on the back of your neck stand up because you know that this has always been how, how children have been preyed upon sexually, but it's not just sexual. This is how they prey upon them ideologically. If anyone ever tells you doesn't matter who they are as an adult family members friends teacher police officer if they ever tell you not to tell mom and dad that person is evil that person is a bad person who is trying to do something very bad to you and they don't want your parents the people most invested in protecting you to know about it never ever accept another adult telling you not to tell your mom and dad something 
unless, of course, your mom and dad are the danger and they're trying to protect you. More coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. John Wright. This is Casey Hendrickson. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, rumble.com slash Casey the host. Also, I got to tell you about allnaturalcbd.org. So this lotion is amazing stuff. But I want to talk to you specifically about the CBD vape, uh, the e-liquid. Okay, So if if you are interested in CBD, maybe, you know, lotion's not going to work. And lotion is a topical thing. You know, it's, you know, if it's something deep down, it, it, maybe it doesn't work as well as, as you would think. But for muscles and joints and things like that, the lotion is fantastic stuff. Um, but if it's, you know, something a little bit more internal or a little bit more aggressive as far as pain, you might want to look at a tincture or the vape. And I have a lot of people who have back pain that swear by the CBD e-liquids over at allnaturalcbd.org. They've got over 80 flavors for you to choose from, so you can find a flavor that matches what you like. And like I said, I use this when I need to calm down, something stressful, I'm angry, or I've consumed too much caffeine in a day or something like that. It's a great way for me to just kind of relax, just sit back, have a couple of puffs of CBD, and and let it do its thing. It just kind of calms me down and relaxes me. But other people use it, Uh, very effectively for pain relief. And like I said, you've got a ton of flavors to choose from. If you've got something that that, uh, maybe you have in mind, you can always contact them about it. I'm sure they'll be able to steer you in a direction uh, towards it if if they can't custom do it. Some of those laws get a little interesting now in the state of Indiana. But here's the best part. You save 10%, whether you're getting the lotion, the tincture, the bath bombs, the the e-liquids, whatever you're doing, go to allnaturalcbd.org. Use promo code KC10. You save 10%. Just like that. You can also pick it up in town at any local eCigWorks location, and my promo code works at every one of those locations. All right. So I want to talk to you about a video that is being shown in Elkhart Community Schools, at the very least, if not elsewhere, um, to faculty as a part of their preschool year training. And it is called Segregated by Design. If you go to the website, segregatedbydesign.com, you can watch the movie. And let me just give you a a synopsis of what it is from their website. Segregated by Design examines the forgotten history of how our federal, state, and local governments unconstitutionally segregated every major metropolitan area in America through law and policy. Prejudice can be birthed from lack of understanding the historically accurate details of the past, without being aware of the unconstitutional residential policies of the United States government enacted during the middle of the 20th century, one might have a negative view today of neighborhoods where African-Americans live or even of African-Americans themselves. Now, okay, I'll come back to that. I want to come back to that part. We can compensate for this unlawful segregation through a national political consensus that leads to legislation. And this will only happen if the majority of Americans understand how we got here. Like Jay-Z said in a recent New York Times interview, you can't have a solution until you start dealing with the problem. Jay-Z, by the way, um, peddles high-interest debit cards to the low-income black community and snags about 20 to 25% of their money away from them every time they charge up that card. So... Don't think for a second that Jay-Z gives a damn about low-income African-Americans, because he doesn't. Jay-Z is out to get rich. 
and he'll get rich off of anybody that he can. That's just one example of the businesses that exploits poor African-Americans in this country. I can give you several others, but I've done it before on the show. You get what I'm saying. So here's the, here's the thing about this. This movie is being shown to faculty at Elkhart Community Schools all over the Elkhart Community School District as training. This is fac, faculty training. This is in addition to critical race theory professors teaching classes and going through exercises in Elkhart Community Schools. But this video is being shown as a part of their training. Now, the one thing that people really don't like to tell you about in the United States is that <clears throat> there's more poor white people in the United States than any other group. There are more poor white neighborhoods in the United States than any other group. So how did, how did the policies of racial segregation, which, by the way, some of this stuff did happen in some areas of the country, but it has been... Uh, it has been, shall we say, over-exemplified in, in popular culture as of late. We've been over this before on the show. But how is it that those white, privileged, poor white people, how is it that they live in neighborhoods just as bad as many low-income black, blacks do and low-income Latinos do? How is, how is that possible if all of the policies were designed to oppress black people in the country? How is that possible? That never gets addressed in the movie. And never gets addressed with anybody who teaches critical race theory. And by the way, this is a part of that. But this is training for faculty in Elkhart Community Schools now. Look it up. It's called segregatedbydesign.com. We'll have to do some more segments in the future going over some of the finer points of it. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. For tuning in, thank you for everybody who's heading over to Rumble and subscribing. We really do appreciate that. And we're going to do a giveaway when we get to a thousand subs on rumble so if we can make that happen right away we've got a bunch of stuff we got well we got a really big 3d really big 3d prints to give away we've got amazon gift cards to give away we've got custom made artwork to give away from silverfoxart.com we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to do as a giveaway when we get to a thousand subscribers on rumble.com slash casey the host make sure you head over there and subscribe today again it doesn't cost anything and uh Bill O'Reilly's coming up next. Daily show prep will go out today. TheBurningTruth.us. Sign up for the free newsletter so you get access to that. Have a wonderful night. Buy a 3D printer.